Hi guys, welcome back to Dissecting Dexter. Not that long since the last one. Aren't I doing well? Well, I have to say, today this isn't a rewatch podcast. Um, there's been a bit of news floating around about the forthcoming season of Dexter. That's right, season six. Coming in September to our TV screens, or computer screens, or however you choose to um, <coughs> watch it. Um, but I just wanted to do... Well, this will just be a bit of a short podcast, just to go over some of the little tidbits that have been floating around so far. So, spoiler warning, if you've not seen up to the end of Season 5 of Dexter, you might want to turn off now, and uh, I'll speak to you soon on the next Season 1 Rewatch podcast, when we'll be going over the finale of Season 1. Hopefully that'll be in the next couple of weeks, if I can get my backside in gear. Um, So, I'll speak to you then. Now, if you're still with me, thank you. Season 6, yes, it's coming in September, uh, but for now, I suppose the big thing to come out in the last few days is a teaser trailer that's been released by Showtime. Let's have a quick recap of what was in that teaser. First... There was the ice truck killer. You can't be a killer and a hero. It doesn't work that way! Then, the hunt for the Bay Harbor Butcher. I really hate that name. Jesus Christ, man. I always knew there was something with you. Dexter! It was self-defense. Miguel Prado discovered the truth. I created this. How do you feel? Fantastic. And the Trinity Killer changed everything. I should have killed you when I had the chance. But nothing can prepare you. You made me into what I am. For what comes next. Oh my god, oh my god. Dexter, this fall, hell breaks loose. Well, that was mind-blowing, wasn't it? (laughs) Not. Um... It gives nothing away, absolutely nothing. Um, so if you've if you've not seen up to the end of season five, um, it certainly gives nothing away of, of season five. In fact, there's no mention of season five at all. Uh, we saw images of uh, certain characters and, and brief flashes of events from the first four seasons. Uh, there's a bit of Dokes in there, a bit of Trinity, a bit of Miguel Prado. Um, Nothing of season five. Now, what this strikes me as is whether this was um, this was maybe a pulled teaser trailer that was originally intended to tease season five last year, this time last year, but they pulled it. Now, um, the only reason I can think of is their use of the phrase "hell breaks loose" at the end. The reason being for my my thinking that is that Hell didn't break loose in Season 5, did it? It was very much a character journey and and all that relationship with Lumen. And, uh, well, that was the main plot and we had all the um, uh, Jordan Chase plot line. Hell didn't break loose, did it? So I wonder whether they... um, they decided that that tagline wasn't quite appropriate for what they had planned for season five and as such thought well sod it let's just pull this teaser and produce another one um 
Also, from that teaser, there was no new footage, so nothing spoilery for season six. Uh, the other thing that struck me about the teaser was quite clearly at the end there, we had the audio of, of Deb's voice kind of screaming out um, whether that signifies what we're all thinking that this coming season Deb might find out the truth about Dexter or at the very least start getting some major suspicions and to be honest it's got to happen to an extent got to happen it really I fear that Showtime are going to um, milk this show for for all it's worth and uh, and that could maybe lead to a bit of backlash from fans I hope not I really hope not but um, the numbers for season five, the viewership figures, were, were really good. So you just can't see them um, ending it for creative reasons at the end of season six, unless the figures drop off. Well, we'll, we'll see, but um, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past the executives at Showtime to uh, keep this show going for at least another season or two. And by all accounts from official sources... Uh, notably David Nevins who's Showtime's president of entertainment uh, it really looks like there could be a lot more Dexter to come uh, beyond season 6 uh, David Nevins said and I quote I think there's a lot of life left in Dexter just from the numbers it's up 11% in its fifth season which defies the usual physics of television ratings I think the audience is still coming to it it's not a plot driven show it's fundamentally a character driven show a lot of the show is the tracking of his evolution, and in the maturation of Dexter, he's barely an adolescent. It's been picked up for one more year, but I personally believe there's life beyond that. So, from that official source, um, do you share my reservations? I'm kind of considering what to say here. Um, as a fan of the show, obviously a very devoted fan of the show, I don't want it to outstay its welcome, I really don't. And we've talked about this in the podcast before. Um, I hope that uh, the creative team have a have an input in how much longer Dexter will stay on our screens. They really do need some kind of time span to work towards, so they know how to pace the reveals and and the discovery, the inevitable discovery of Dexter. Yeah, it would just be better for everybody, but it. I worry that they're going to milk it. And uh, our show is, our beloved show is just going to fizzle out. Oh, I hope not. Want to end up on my table? Email dissectingdexter at gmail.com. Now, regular listeners will, um, will have heard on the last podcast, I mentioned I'd had a brief interaction with um, one of the Dexter producers, uh, Robert Lloyd Lewis, who's on Twitter, at RL Lewis, if you want to follow him. Actually, C.S. Lee is also supposedly on there, but um, his tweets are private. I have requested permission to, to follow him, but um, it's not been granted, uh, or not been granted yet. Obviously, uh, you know, it would be interesting to, to follow him and see what he has to say about filming the new season. It was interesting to follow Julie Benz during the uh, filming of season four and, and looking back on some of the things she tweeted. Uh, it kind of sheds uh, a very different light on some of the things she said. Yeah, as I say, I had a brief interaction with Robert Lloyd Lewis who said that the staff writers, that the writers' room was very much busy uh, creating a, a brilliant season six 
Uh, brilliant was, I think, was the word, the adjective he used to describe it. Uh, and he said the production crews are all getting ready to reassemble for filming for shooting in in a couple of months' time. The word is that filming is starting at the end of May, uh, so that's only what two or three weeks away. So that's good to know. Going back to our friend David Nevins, at the recent fourth annual Television Academy Honours in Beverly Hills, uh, Nevins said, and I quote again, Dexter this season, of course I, sorry, I interject, he's talking about season six. Nevins says, Dexter this season will be in some ways a return to the Dexter that you've seen in the early seasons. There's a really interesting story and journey that he's going to be on this year. There's going to be some degree of getting back to his roots. There will be a microscope on the Deb-Dexter relationship this season. Over time, you're going to see that relationship evolve and change. No questions about it. Now, Nevins went on to say um, that season six will be similar to season five in that Dexter, again, won't have a, a main arch-nemesis for the season. Now, you could argue that Jordan Chase turned out to be the big bad last year. Um, but Nevins says of season six. It's not one big bad. There's one interesting story that will move through the season and it will be cast very interestingly, but it's not exactly that one person. So make of that what you will. You could kind of say that in season two with the Bay Harbor Butcher case sort of uh, causing Dexter to be under a lot of pressure and then dokes on his case that there wasn't one big bad there essentially and uh, Dexter was under pressure from multiple directions so maybe that's going to be the case in season 6 Jennifer Carpenter has uh, been quoted as saying that she's excited that executive producer Scott Buck has been named as the new showrunner she personally thinks there's at least another season or two to go and she says and I quote I'm really excited about this year a lot how we ended up on the fourth year it was just really open-ended. It could go anywhere. It has the same opportunity to surprise people, and I think it will. Now, Jennifer Carpenter is very quiet and, and tight-lipped on what she expects will happen when she reunites on the set with her ex-husband, Michael C. Hall. The two, of course, in case you hadn't heard, have separated, and she politely declines, apparently, to answer any questions about that particular chapter in her life. And that's fair enough, you know. It's, it's her private life, their private life, and uh, we don't need to know. But from all that, I am very encouraged to hear that there's going to be a, a microscope on the Deb-Dexter relationship. There just has to be, and that's, that's the big... I was going to say mystery, that's maybe not the right word, but you know what I mean. That's the big thing yet to be explored in, in the show. So I'm really glad that they're going to be diving into that in the next season. Now... I just want to make mention of some other big news that has come out. Well, I don't know if it's big, but it's it's some news about season six, certainly. Uh, there's been a casting call for three new characters for season six. And uh, they're all for recurring roles, so they're not just going to be one-episode wonders. The first character is called Jamie, described as an outgoing and fun Latina in her mid-twenties. This Florida native relocates to Miami for grad school. Secondly is Chicago Mike, 
a new 30-something African-American homicide detective who possesses a very finely tuned BS detector. The Windy City native does not play well with Dexter. And thirdly, Louie, a buddy of Masuka's, who joins Miami Metro as a new lab intern. The role calls for a Caucasian actor in his 30s who is attractive in his own way. But don't you think Chicago Mike there sounds potentially a bit like Dokes? I hope they're not going to resurrect an old storyline. Because that Dokes storyline was fantastic, wasn't it, through the first two seasons? Oh, spoiler alert. Jamie, a Latina. That doesn't say whether she's going to be a policewoman or not. Um, I was thinking of... Uh, the, uh, the character from last season, whose name suddenly escapes me, I do apologise. So maybe she's just going to be uh, a, a normal Miami citizen who has some role to play, maybe connected with a crime or some other subplot. Um, and then Louis, a buddy of Masuka's, who, uh, who joins as a lab intern. Well, maybe he's going to be in to play off Masuka and they might have a bit of a double act going. To be honest, I don't think we need any more comic relief. I think Masuka provides enough of that, and, and Dexter has his own very dark sense of humour that, that gives us a laugh from time to time. So, I don't know, there are reservations about that. No, no, I'll, I'll be fair. Let's reserve judgement. Let's reserve judgement, and uh, we'll, we'll see if any further information comes out about these characters in due course. Well, between now and, uh, and the premiere date at the end of September. OK, I'm... I'm rambling a bit now uh but we've we've gone over the the key things that have uh, key key news items that have come out over the last couple of weeks to do with season 6 so let's jump to a bit of listener feedback before i close out the show listener feedback now i have had a little bit of feedback since the podcast on episode 11 truth be told but most of it refers to season 1 so i'll save that until i do the finale podcast in a couple of weeks uh, and we'll go over all that. But I did get an email from Travis Shefflin, who regular listeners will know as the uh, certainly the the biggest user of uh, our listener line, uh, and sent in numerous voicemails. So always appreciated. He actually emailed in to ask about the status of the listener line. I did mention last time out that while the UK listener line is still live, um, although criminally underused come on guys listeners in the uk please <laughs> dial in <laughs> we had uh, in fact it was my very first voicemail to the podcast was from a british listener and uh, i've not had any more since so um i hope i didn't put him off in my response but um anyone in the uk uh, who wants to ring in with any kind of feedback for the show the number is 0844 579 6949 and you enter mailbox id 08320 when the voice prompts you now, as I say, Travis did ask about the listener line, um, specifically the US one. I'm glad to say that uh, I have set up a new listener line. The number in the US is 206-338-7981. That's 206-338-7981. So any and all comments via voicemail, very much appreciated on that listener line. Alternatively, if you don't want to make a phone call but you have an iPhone or um, have the ability to record on your PC with a mic, drop me an MP3 file. Fire it over via email, dissectingdexter at gmail.com is the address and uh, you can still get your voice on the show that way. So, I've got his email printed out here, Travis. Here we go. 
Travis is commenting on the news about season six that we've had, and he says, Apart from Chicago Mike sounding like another dokes, who I loved, I can't say I get excited when I hear about new cast members. After season five, when I hear new recurring characters, what I really hear is more distractions from the actual core story of the season. As for the other two bits of news, I'd like to believe Dexter will return to his roots, but I don't see how he can do that with a baby and possibly two other children in tow. And while the season six teaser has no new footage of any kind, it's interesting to note that nowhere in it is there mention of season five. Is Showtime making a statement here, or could this be an old, unused teaser from season five? Thanks, Travis. Yeah, in, in response to your last query about um, whether it was an unused teaser, I'm inclined to think so. Now, your comments about the new cast members are spot on. Recurring characters, you're right. Last season, one or two of the subplots did detract from uh, the main storyline that, of course, we're all wanting to learn about, and that's the Dexter one. Uh, find out what he's up to and how he's getting on and developing and reacting to Rita's death and, oh, spoiler, and uh, all the rest of it. But I think we've seen enough Dexter now to know that a lot of these subplots quite often do feel like filler just to keep the other characters busy until they're required to interact with the main storyline. I'm really hoping that either LaGuerta or Batista get bumped off early on this season, preferably LaGuerta, because I, I quite like Batista, although he's not had a great deal to do over the last few seasons. Uh, I do like him, whereas LaGuerta has been just... Oh, well, we've talked about her, haven't we? <laughs> she's, she's, she's had a role to play, but... Um, is there anyone who likes her? So we've got two new characters to uh, fill slots in um, in the Miami homicide department. Well, I worry that without any characters being written out, there's going to be too many people around to give justice to, um, and with two new characters to make their mark. Are we going to spend too much time with them, uh, allowing them time to uh, make their presence felt and you know to make an impact on the show? Is it going to be to the detriment of the main storyline? I really hope not. So, Travis, I, I kind of share your, your concerns there. Dexter returning to his roots. I guess I didn't kind of address that earlier on in, in the podcast. Um, I welcome that, Dexter returning to his roots. And the way season five ended, you kind of felt that he was going to regress. Um, and that'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh whether he slips back into that needing to kill regularly. Um, I say it all the time, but we'll see. Uh, it is going to be difficult with, well, possibly three kids under his roof. Um, we don't yet know what's going to happen to Aster and Cody. Are they going to stay with the grandparents, or um, is Dexter going to bring them back in under his wing? Um, if he's got the intention of, of going back to the old ways... Um, he'll probably acknowledge himself that he could best do without Astor and Cody around. But, that said, he told Astor he loved her, didn't he? Um, he he's realised, and indeed it was pointed out to him by Harry, that the, the kids are, are his salvation. Um, so I don't know. I can see him wanting to keep them close, if they're possibly his, his big chance of um, ever conquering this dark passenger. That said, as I say, at the, at the end of season five, it looked like he was going to embrace the Dark Passenger again. Well, we'll see which way it goes. Before we close out this section, I'll 
read a quick email from listener Stephen in the UK who um, just emailed in to say, I'm 48 and began watching Dexter after series 3 when I watched all three series in a few weeks to ensure I was ready to see it for series 4. My eldest son, who's 19, watched four series last summer in preparation for series 5. My 16-year-old son and me had just spent the last two months watching the Shield box set and it was then a choice of Sopranos, Lost or Dexter. He chose Dexter and now we're watching series one. We watched episode nine last night and he remarked to me, Rudy is evil. And then with the end of episode nine he said, told you so, smart git. He thinks the series is great and we tried to do two episodes a night but his sister, who's ten, hates the music and walks out when it's on. The rule is neither of us can watch an episode without the other. Will he spot the relationship between Dexter and Rudy? Watch this space. Looking forward to your review of series two, though, by which time I will have started re-watching that series again. Regards, Stephen. Thanks, Stephen. Good to hear that you're, uh, you're generating a whole new generation of, of Dexter fans. But that was quite a choice there, Sopranos, Lost or Dexter. All three great series... But Stephen, I'd be interested to know what your sons think of uh, the end of season one. So if you want to drop me a line again and uh, with a few um, responses as to how your sons thought season one panned out, um, I'd be happy to read those on the finale podcast, which, as I say, should be coming up in a couple of weeks. You're listening to Dissecting Dexter. OK, so the Dexter news machine has overtaken me. In between the time that I recorded the podcast, which was oh, it was Monday this week, um, and me being in a position to actually, having edited it, uh, being in a position to upload it for you guys to, to download, um, further Dexter news has come out about season six. And it's all interesting stuff, so I didn't want to um, miss out on talking about it a bit, really. Uh, although a lot of you may well already be aware of the news items that I'm going to be mentioning now. Uh, so I, I kind of dithered a little bit about whether to re-record the whole thing and just sort of incorporate this news kind of seamlessly and uh, uh, rejig some of my original thoughts. And in the end, I thought, oh, bugger it, I'll just record a snippet now and uh, kind of <laughs> shoehorn it in. So please forgive my uh, unprofessionalism <laughs> on this occasion. Okay, enough. Let's uh, jump straight into uh, the few tidbits that have come out since I did the original recording on Monday. We have our first bit of casting news for Season 6, and a little bit more information about uh, the characters that they're going to be playing, and kind of giving us some pointers about some of the subplots that might be going on, I guess, for Season 6. The first bit of casting news is Colin Hanks, who you'll probably know is Tom Hanks' son. He's signed up to appear in all 12 episodes of the season. He's due to play a character called Travis, who is reported to be Dexter's main nemesis, and a highly intelligent ancient artefacts expert who is linked to a series of grisly murders in Miami. Now, Hanks, you may know from his numerous TV roles, including uh, Band of Brothers, Mad Men, and I think he was in Roswell as well. Um, but he's also had several film roles, including parts in King Kong, Get Over It, and Oliver Stone's W. So I'm very interested to see 
what they do with Hanks this season. And also, the fact that he's going to be appearing as a bad guy, it seems, and in all 12 episodes. It flies in the face a little bit of what they were saying about Dexter not having a big, a big bad this season, a, a main nemesis. Obviously, he's going to be featuring quite prominently, um, maybe more prominently than Johnny Lee Miller last season. So, I don't know. I don't know what they're playing out, whether we're, we're just talking semantics and what one person calls uh, a, a big bad is, is someone else's supporting role. I don't know. I don't know. But um, Colin Hanks, anyway, is going to be, uh, well, it seems the main bad guy. Um, but I still hope that Dexter's character development and his nocturnal activities and his relationship with Deb is going to take centre stage. The other bit of casting news is hip-hop star Moss Def, if I've pronounced that right. Uh, I assume that's not his real name. Um, he's finalised a deal for a multi-episode arc uh, in season six. Um, how many episodes, we don't know. Uh, but he's due to play a hardened ex-con who claims to have found religion, yet seems to continually find himself surrounded by violence. And it's reported that Dexter will reveal the truth of who he really is. And hey, maybe he'll end up on the table, who knows. Place bets now. I wasn't... I'd, I'd heard the name Mostef before, um, but I, I couldn't remember anything that I'd seen him in. I had a quick look on IMDb, and uh, amongst other things, he was in the recent remakes of The Italian Job and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So I can't remember what he was like in those films, so I don't know whether you guys are familiar with his acting prowess or lack of um, as to whether he might be a good fit in the show. Um, God, I hope that he is and that the uh, you know, the casting people at Showtime have done a pretty good job with uh, the casting before. Um, so, you know, I trust them. Um Lesser news, really, um, more sort of logistics. It's been revealed now that season six will start filming on the 25th of May in Los Angeles. Um, so whether that will be on location or in the studio, I don't know. They did start filming on location uh, initially for season five. Um, but that's, you know, kind of by the by, really. Uh, also, they've announced the episode title of the season six premiere. Um, it's not spoilery at all. Um, I, I can't really derive much from it. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you now, it's called Those Kinds of Things. Um, and, well, it's, it just is what it is, isn't it? Um, we can theorise, I suppose, but, um, it'll just be guesses, so I shan't theorise. Um, but it's nice to have uh, a little bit more information about Season 6. So... So it's all good. I'm I'm still excited. I'm glad that we're starting to get some actors' names who are going to be appearing. I did get a further email from our friend Travis, uh, who um, was delighted to find that uh, there's going to be uh, uh, that Colin Hanks' character is going to be called Travis. Uh, he, he he says it'll be honour, be an honour to be a Travis and and have a Travis end up on Dexter's table. Obviously, we're making an assumption about how Colin Hanks will end up this season. And before I return you to your regularly scheduled programme, uh, just want to mention uh, thanks to uh, Sandy, uh, who has been a regular email contributor before. I've received your email. Uh, thanks for that. And um, I'll be talking about it in the next podcast. And uh, OK, so I'll return you to Gareth, who's 
I think, about to close out the show. Okay, so that's it for now. Uh, This was just a very short... Well, actually, not as short as I'd originally thought it would be. (laughs) Um, I fear I've I've rambled a little bit this time, so uh, I do apologise if... uh, if I've sent anyone anyone to sleep. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, you're always welcome. It's dissectingdexter at gmail.com. The listener lines I've given up, but I'll do it again. The US, it's 206-338-7981. In the UK, it's 0844-579-6949. Mailbox ID 08320. You can also follow me on Twitter. The podcast Twitter is at dissectdexter. And my personal Twitter is at Gareth underscore UK. So I'll leave it there just as the uh, military helicopter approaches. Can you hear that? (laughs) So I'll just say thanks very much for listening. Thanks for your continued support of the podcast. And I'll speak to you again soon when we'll dissect some more Dexter. It'll be the season one finale as I try to talk over the helicopter. (laughs) Take care, guys. See you.